0: Good morning and welcome to our worship service today. I hope you've been encouraged and inspired by our series, The Armor of God. You know, Sam Powell kicked off our series for us and he talked to us about being strong in the Lord. Then Mike shared with us about the spiritual battle. This isn't against man. This is a spiritual battle that we're in. And then Stephen talked to us about the belt of truth. After that, we had Steve Kennar help us to understand the breastplate of righteousness. And then Richard Alloway helped us to understand how we need to have our feet fitted for the gospel. Then Angel Martinez helped us to pick up the shield of faith. After that, John Markowski talked to us about the helmet of salvation. And then Tony Fernandez helped us to understand and see how powerful the sword of the spirit really is. And so today we're going to close out this series on the armor of God. So please turn with me to. Ephesians chapter six, verse 18. It says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. You know, Paul reminds us how vital, how important prayer really is. And there's all kinds of prayers for all different occasions. There's short prayers and long prayers. There's prayer walks. You can pray in your car. I mean, prayer is so important. And in order for a Christian to really fight the spiritual battle, he or she needs to learn how to pray. See, prayer cannot be uh, an afterthought. Well, all else fails. So now let's pray. No, we have to understand that our faith puts on the armor of God, but our prayer life activates that armor of God. We have to have that prayer to go along with the armor in order to make that armor effective and active. This is so important for us to understand. See, in any battle, one side will try to cut off the communication for the other side. So if they can cut off the enemy's communication, they will become weak, isolated, lonely, discouraged. That's their goal, to cut off their communication so they can have no more resources to help them. Satan wants to cut off your my communication to our commander in chief, Lord God Almighty. And if he can cut off that communication, stop us from praying, then we can't utilize the armor of God. We become isolated. We become weak. We become insecure. That's what Satan wants. He wants to cut off our communication with God because then he will have us right where he wants us to be. Look in second Corinthians chapter 10, verse four. It says the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. God never intended for us to fight this spiritual battle with our own personal resources. We can't do it. We're not going to win. But he said, listen, I have something. I have the resources to help you fight this spiritual battle. And defeat Satan. See, Satan, he gets scared when he sees Christians praying. He gets nervous. He gets on edge because he knows when he sees a Christian praying, they're going to be strong in the Lord. He knows when he sees a Christian praying, they're going to be putting on the belt of truth. They're going to have their feet fitted in righteousness. They're going to have that breastplate to protect them, the helmet. He knows when he sees a Christian praying, things are going to change. And that's why Satan wants to stop you, stop me from praying. He wants to cut us off, isolate us from God who has unlimited resources to help us win the victory. Because he knows when a Christian prays, the satanic bondage that is there is going to be broken down. They're going to overcome their addictions. They're going to overcome their bad habits. He knows when he sees a Christian praying that they're going to be able to see through his lies. And then there's going to be true fellowship of unity. He knows when he sees a Christian praying it's going to change the marriages. It's going to change the family. It's going to change the kid. Satan knows when he sees Christians praying, things are going to change. But too many times we fall for the lies of Satan. We believe that our, our spouse is stopping us from praying. Uh, the government is stopping us. Politics is stopping us. We think all these other things are stopping us from praying, but it's not. It's Satan. And if we buy into those lies, we've been took, we've been had, we've been bamboozled. Satan wants us to stop praying. And that's what he's trying to get you to do right now. To not pray so you cannot activate the armor of God. That's what he wants. Again, look at Ephesians 6 verse 18. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints see in Ephesians 6 here Paul's wrapping up his letter and he's helping us to understand this spiritual battle this is a spiritual war and he's telling us what we need to do as Christians in order to defeat Satan and his schemes and how we can truly follow Jesus if we do these very things now this verse Ephesians 6:18 is, is pretty self-explanatory He says on all occasions, that means that's how you live. That's your lifestyle, where you go, what you do, everything on all occasions. But then he says and pray in the spirit. Now, what does this mean? This means you understand a couple of things that prayer is important in order for the armor of God to be effective. So let's talk about praying in the spirit. What does that mean to pray in the spirit? Number one, to pray in the spirit must means you must be in the spirit of prayer. Whoa, what does that mean? By accepting the fact that God has given you the ability and responsibility to pray. See, God has called us to, hey, I'm opening a line of communication because I want to be there with you, for you and to help you. But it's up to us. To follow that line of communication and to pray to God. See, the question is this. How important is prayer to you? Is that the most important thing to you? When life throws you challenges, do you pray about those things? Or do we try to handle it the best we can and then we can't succeed? Then we pray. But see, how important is prayer to you? That's what we got to see. See, the early Christians, they didn't have Bible apps on their phone. They didn't have Google search. They had their prayer life to keep them faithful to God. So let me ask you this. If all you had was your prayer life, would that be enough to help you overcome the challenges and to be strong in the Lord? And see, this is what God has said. He said, I'm opening up a line of communication so I can hear you. I can understand you because here's the thing we got to learn. The power isn't in our prayer. The power is in the person that hears our prayer. See, it doesn't matter how how loud we are, how quiet we are. That's not where the power comes from. The power comes from God who hears the prayer. Look in Psalms 139 verse four. It says before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely. O Lord. See, God isn't looking for some long, uh, eloquent prayer that makes sure your grammar is perfect and you sound just right. Your tones God to say, no, no, no. I want to know your heart. I want to know what's inside of your heart. Look in Romans chapter eight, verse 26 and 27. In the same way, the spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. You say, I can't pray because I don't even really know how I feel about things. Listen, God knows how you feel before you even know how you feel. God knows. He understands. He sees things clearly. It's not about how loud you are. It's not about how how eloquent your prayer is. It's about your heart when we go to God in prayer. That's what we need to understand. That's the important thing that God is looking for. What is the heart like? See, the key to praying in the spirit is this. We have to understand that prayer is important. When we wake up in the morning, are we eager to pray? Are we eager to do what God calls for us to do? As the day goes on, are we praying during the day? As the day ends, are we praying at night before we go to bed? See, we can't just select five or 10 minutes. This is my prayer time for my whole day. This is a spiritual battle we are in. It calls for continual prayer, prayer in all occasions, in all situations. We need to continue to pray. Now, again, sometimes we just shoot up bullet prayers. Sometimes we have longer prayer. There's so many different ways to pray. You say, well, do I have to pray with my eyes closed all the time? Listen, we need to pray. God knows our heart. It's not about a performance or how we look. He's trying to connect with us on a heart level. Prayer in the spirit is important if prayer is important to us. Again, Ephesians 6, 18. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Listen, Satan might not be attacking you right now, but he's attacking somebody. He's coming after somebody. He's coming after their marriage. He's coming after their kids. He's coming after their health. Satan is always coming after somebody. So what does that mean? That means we need to always be ready to pray. So when God places it on your heart about somebody, we need to pray for them. If God is placing it, your spouse on your heart, pray for that spouse. When the spirit puts your child on your heart, you need to pray for your child. When the spirit puts that person that just gets on your nerves, when the God puts them on your heart, we need to pray for them. Don't draw down a curse on them. Don't try to kill them. Pray for them and pray for yourself to love them the way Jesus would. See, this is important. We need to pray in all situations on all occasions. If God is putting something on your heart, pray about it. This is so important for us to understand because that's a part of the armor of God. He's putting it on your heart. The breastplate covering it. It's on your mind. The helmet of salvation is there. God does this for a reason. To pray in the spirit means we need to be in the spirit of prayer. In other words, on in all occasions, at all times, we need to be ready to pray. Now, the second thing to pray in the spirit means we need to have a dependence on God. To pray in the spirit means we have a dependence on God. You know, Jesus got up early in the morning to pray. It says Jesus went off to to lonely places to pray. Jesus started praying before miracles happened, before he fed people, he started to pray. In his darkest time in the garden, Jesus was praying. Jesus had a dependence on God and his dependence on God led him to having a lifestyle of prayer. He talked to God day and night early, in the middle, late. It was a dependence on God. And here's the challenge because we live in this world that is like a a instant, quick fix world. And so if we can't get it right away, we get a little bothered a little bit, but see, here's the thing. We can say, Oh, I'm, I'm praying to God and I want God to answer. Well, what if he takes a little while before he gives you that answer? See, it's not enough to say I'm praying and I trust God. So, what we need to say is, I'm praying and I'm gonna wait with a faithful, good attitude until I get an answer from God. That's a big difference. See, we can pray and be waiting with anxiety and frustration. Or we can pray with a good, faithful attitude. He hasn't he hasn't answered yet, but I know he's gonna. And I'm just gonna be faithful, I'm gonna be loving, I'm gonna be like Jesus until I get the answer. This is what we need to do. And see, when we do that. Then we can be strong in the Lord. Then we can wear that belt of truth around our waist. Then we can guard our hearts with that breastplate of righteousness. See, again, the armor comes back into effect when we are praying in the spirit. The armor of God is incredible and is there for us. It's a tool. It's a weapon. But prayer ignites that armor of God to help us put it into our lives the way Jesus did. This is what we need to see as we pray in the spirit. No one can properly wield the sword of the spirit if they aren't prepared in prayer. No one can really put on that belt of truth if they're not prepared in the spirit with prayer. No one can fully wear that helmet of salvation the way they need to if they're not prepared in prayer. See, here's the thing. We can put on the full armor of God, but if we're not praying, we're just like somebody who's dressed up with no place to go. Look good, but you're not going anywhere. This is why it's so important for us to wear the armor of God, but to have the prayer life to activate that armor of God. So important because once we pray, we got two options. We can get angry and frustrated because it's not happening right away. Or we can be patient and wait with a faithful good attitude. It's up to you. So I want us to understand again, look back in Ephesians 6 verse 18 and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. What is Paul saying here as he as he wraps up this whole armor of God series? He's saying when you get up in the morning, put on the armor of God, put it on, put on that, get fully dressed. But don't just sit there with the armor of God. And that's it. You need to pray. And once you pray, you're going to activate the armor of God. And when Satan starts to shoot those flaming arrows, you'll have the shield of faith. When people start to bombard you with nonsense and lies, you'll have the helmet of salvation. When it's time to get up and do what you got to do, you'll have your feet fitted in the gospel. If we're filled with prayer, because prayer needs to be important and then prayer needs to help us have dependence on God. As we look at Jesus and his life, that's what Jesus life was all about. His life was one that relied on God. His life was one. That was filled with the spirit. His life was also filled with prayer. As you look through the Bible, we see time and time again, how much Jesus prayed because he knew that's the key for the armor of God to be effective in our lives. Now here on earth, as we fight against Satan in this spiritual battle, that's what's important for us to see. As we take communion, we need to remember these very things. Jesus' life was a life full of prayer. You and I, we need to have prayer because that activates the armor of God. Let's go to God in prayer. Almighty God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for allowing us to be able to come together. Father, thank you for the bread and the cup, and we pray that we will take it with the heart and the eagerness to be like your son, Jesus. Thank you for all your many blessings. And we pray that this Armor of God series has helped each of us to walk away different men and women for you. And, Father, that we truly will wear each of these pieces of the armor and help us to wrap it all up together with the spirit of prayer. Father, we love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.